0: Welcome to the 296th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared, and to my left is... Eric. Dave. And we are the Cue It Up podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of things we've been watching this week. And then after that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the new Netflix original, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. So if you've not seen that, tune out, go watch it, and come back after you're done. Uh, I know one of the things I've been watching is a lot of videos... Uh, with supposed space aliens in them this uh, this week. Uh, it, for I'm those in the you, future... I, I'm glad you used the word supposed. Come on. Hmm. I guess uh, Dave is going to show his cards a little early. Uh, skeptic, I see. So d- just in case anybody doesn't know, because at some point, if, if the uh, alien overlords have taken over by the time you listen to this in the year... 38 24
1: i think dave is afraid that there, you know there's gonna be some creature that i doesn't ain't look afraid like us. of nothing if star wars has taught us anything it's that aliens can't exist and they can look like humans look mm,
2: is there life across the universe sure is it big enough i'm sure there is but come on if some kind of technology can travel that far to visit us why are they hiding in the shadows why does it look like just a blip on a screen? They you ever seen the Best Trek?
0: way to cook us, Dave. Haven't
1: you ever seen Star Trek, man? You Maybe know they're what? trying not to, to you know. Yeah. Best the way director. to cook
2: us is just browned with a little bit of salt. But that's beyond the point. Come on, it's not real.
0: What is, is it the? Um, is it the Outer Limits episode, the serving humans? Well, oh, I mean, I've seen a lot out of words, but I'm not going to know what I'm talking no, I about. Haven't. I'm not going to remember episode
1: names like
0: uh, they they the aliens keep talking about how they want to serve humans, oh. and so they think like, oh, this is interesting. They, oh, like, they want oh, to help us, sir. and then, yeah. in the end, they're like, nope, we want to serve you. Like they're going to eat eat uh, us. And they're like, you
2: know You know what's stupid, you know what's so stupid cool. about
1: that is that they're using our language to make a wordplay joke. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah <that's fine. laughs> they're using the no, English no, they, language.
2: They didn't understand that there was two. Your uses of the word serve. Yeah, so they, they thought that we were excited. To be about, eaten.
0: Yes. Mm. Yeah. I love it, man. Uh, all like right, the- so Dave, you're saying this is definitely not space alien. <sighs> so, yeah. So we should we, real
1: quick, just in case somebody's listening to this later, at least talk try. about what you're referencing yeah. here? Yeah,
0: uh, this is before w- the government's download of information... About what is going on with space aliens? What's the date today, guys, so people have context? Uh, May twentieth, mm-hmm. I think. May twentieth or twenty first
2: of twenty twenty one. It's the government. They're yeah. calling you.
0: That's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. So uh, May twentieth of twenty twenty one. That should have been the easy part. Why was that hard? Uh, I just forgot what year it was right I've, now. I've, I got distracted because the
2: second I <laughs> we started talking about this stuff, an <laughs> unknown yeah. number started. It's because your me.
1: phone's listening to you. you
2: know, it's it's Zach's lore. He's calling because... Who? Yeah, Lore. Who is that? He's the uh, king alien. Hmm. David said you. he doesn't I thought that believe. Was you. I feel
1: like Dave is trying to pull one over on this podcast right now. I think he's trying to make you make it sound like he <laughs> and believes here's in where I
2: rip off my mask and show you guys that I'm actually an alien all along. Are you going to have black uh, oil coming out of your eyes?
0: Yes. That's an X Files reference, by the way.
1: So, right, so, so basically, um, what Jared is referencing is, and this is not anything like this has been going on for quite a while now. But, but for a long time, you know, there's been people that believes in uh, believe in aliens and UFOs and all these things, and it was their word against basically no one reputable. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's this thing, this thing of there's always been that hump to overcome whenever you uh, say that you have an experience or whatever because nobody believes you. But uh, more recently, um, you know, it it, it popularized by things like uh, appearances on like Joe Rogan and some other stuff that brought it up. But like there have been some pretty reputable people that have made claims um, and those claims have been explored. And one of those was um, uh, one of the ones that got the most traction was commander Fravor um, talking about uh, being a pilot and seeing certain things and Mm -hmm. having video of things and all this stuff. And, very, very reputable guy um, claiming not that he saw – again, he's not trying to say, I saw an alien. He's saying that we basically would see these crafts, that we don't know what they were. They they did not obey the laws of physics mm. in any known way that anyone, any human that at least has given their uh, knowledge in a public forum mm-hmm. has been able to explain of how these things – because they literally cannot be done with the current – uh, you know, laws of, of physics as we know them, yes. So the thing becomes, are these aliens for one? It, but the, the initial question becomes, are these real or not? Is this a fabrication of a story? Da, da, da. That's the that's I'm the I'm hundred percent
0: convinced it's real.
1: Well, that's the thing, is like that's the first layer. And then if you believe that, you say, well, what are these? Are these aliens? Is this tech from they're another country? They're not
0: a country, they're not tech from another country.
1: But what I was gonna say, what Jared's getting at though, is that, um, basically, Unlike anything they've done before, the government basically came out and said these these are UFOs,
0: and they don't mean no, aliens. they've not yet yeah. not officially, but they've allowed yes. little leaks. What I find interesting is how they've allowed a slow trickle of information kind of warming us up before they
1: no I'm, I, again I't information kind of thing. I've definitely read stuff recently, and again I'm not trying to follow this like the past couple of months. Maybe the way that you are, because you brought this up out of uh, out of thin air here. But um, from what I understood, no, they have basically said that these videos that we're talking about are are UFOs.
0: The government, but again, is denying.
1: You it, have to basically. be clear what that means when you say UFO. They they do not mean that does not mean that the government is saying they're aliens. They're That's saying because they're not aliens. They're saying that there are uh, unidentified flying objects that these are real things. That, that these pilots have seen and they mm. have documented, but they don't know what they are, is what they're saying. So it becomes this thing of some people want to, you know, use that towards the argument of, oh, we've been visited by aliens. But it's like, you know, what 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 are these and what do they mean? So so Dave is just uh, 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 guessing in the camp where you just believe none of this? Yes. You know, like, none of it? Have you even of, seen? Like, you know, I believe the seen videos? All,
2: I've seen all the videos.
1: In between watching like random... They definitely I will say
2: this.
0: None of the videos show
1: Well, they weren't shot by Christopher Nolan. Like they weren't in IMAX. Like
0: I wanna see the pictures like Roland Emmerich kind of stuff, you know? I wanna see the like the tidal waves just takes
2: takes out. Yeah, like then I'll be like, all right, it's for sure this time. I mean come on, it's a couple lights, maybe a shadow, a a beam. Is it swamp (laughs) gas uh, over Venus? Yes.
0: Okay.
1: That's How many X-Files can
0: I fit into one That's actually one not segment. what these videos are, Dave. So that, it makes no. me feel like you haven't. Roswell. Seen. Roswell.
2: Um, it, it's all just... It's, none of it's doctrine. Doctor. Doctorate? Doctorate. Mm. Doctored? Yeah, thank you. None of them are doctored. Pete doctored? Yeah, Doctor Dave. Um, but no, it's just... Oh, I didn't know Dave was aliens. A, it's not, it, and if it's unidentified, it's like a weather balloon that gone crazy. I, I didn't know Dave was from a the future.
1: edited uh, video. Nah, time expert. travel? Is yeah, that, yeah,
2: what we're calling. Yeah, oh, well, no. you're taking the buttons is more likely yeah. than time travel. It's you're
1: time. taking the buttons aspect here. Yeah. The, the buttons theory. Mm-hmm. You, do you even know who that is?
2: No, okay. but I think he's Nick, a smart man. But, but, but uh, producer Gwien? Nick
1: knows, huh?
2: Buttons Gwenn. No, he's the most famous guy to sign the Declaration of Independence.
1: He's a guy that podcasts with Reese Darby on the Cryptid Factor, and he has this uh, ongoing theory that he brings up every episode (laughs) that aliens are just uh, future versions of humans that have come back. In fact, he said that to Neil deGrasse Tyson, and Neil deGrasse Tyson (laughs) got so mad. (laughs) Like, he was an idiot. (laughs) But yeah, this is the Buttons Theory, man.
0: I'm Um, pretty sure we know that guy that I never heard of until a couple seconds ago. Him and I have got this stuff figured out. No. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But but so what's your take on it, Jerry? Your take is that? I think it's people from the future coming back. So this is literally what you think it is. They, yeah. They are examining uh, certain places. I think something we are building towards something. Something big is going to happen. And they are documenting it before it does. They seem to be very concentrated and interested in our nuclear facilities that's because it'll probably have something to do with it.
1: Do you think that, um, do you think that all, uh, so not just the ones we're talking about right now, but all reports of people and UFOs and aliens are this phenomenon.
0: Legitimate ones. Yes. Uh, do I think that like, take for example, the kook. No, he wasn't a kook. He was a shyster. The guy that, do you guys know the movie fire in the sky? Yeah. Like, If you've ever heard the case for how that guy is lying, it's undeniable. So, like, there are kooks and there are liars. But I think They're plans from the government, man. I'm gonna take the Mikey stance here for. Actually, some. you know what? That, what? That's a very interesting.
1: What was it? Was too. that documentary that Mikey made us watch? Oh, he's like, the, oh, the the documented, document. Docu- oh, he's like, it's documented, yeah, man. It's documented, it's
0: documented. Boy, oh, <laughs> we're boy. like, what does that mean? Yeah, that have- guy
1: documented it himself. And
2: I, I tried to watch it and was like, oh, oh it, it was no. the worst. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. Is that the like? Paul I, Paul Lazar, or something. No, 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 actually
0: no, that one's interesting. interesting. No, look, uh, um,
1: uh, and it's Bob Lazar, by the way. But uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh try, while we're talking here, look up on IMDb and or on Netflix even, and just type like Alien Documented, because I was I think Documented was in the title.
0: Here, what I'll do is I'll text, we'll Mikey text Mikey, and what the have name him it is. tell us what it is. Hopefully, before the end of this, but podcast. That, like that
1: would be I, I know like Mikey uh, believes on that, but yeah. So I like I personally. I'm not saying that I believe it is aliens, um, but I do believe I do believe in the existence of aliens. Now, whether or not they have visited us or not, that's you know neither here nor there for me when I when I discuss it. But because I, I, I don't necessarily lean towards that, but I do believe that we are not the only life out there, and I think it's more likely that if it is alien related, it's not that these instances are aliens. Mm-hmm. That it is tech that we have discovered or unearthed that has been reverse engineered and used because, again, if it is to be believed, and it definitely seems that way if these are legit occurrences, that they they are using technology in a way that that is not applicable towards the modern understanding of physics. So that, that to me just goes, whoa, something doesn't line up here. It doesn't mean it's not government related, mm-hmm. but there is some kind of leap here that we're not privy to. And it just, your mind goes, well, where does that leap come from? And I'm not someone that goes, oh, anytime there's an advanced technology, it has to have come from aliens. I'm just saying that this is one where, this would be the one of the ones where I'd go, yes, I could see that. Um, hmm. Again, I don't know what I believe on it. I'm, I'm not really like hard into one camp. Now, I'm also someone who likes to toy around the, the idea that the literally our whole universe is a simulation, so, like, to me, nothing here. is off the charts, you know? Like, nothing nothing is off the the possibility list there whenever, yeah, so this thing doesn't fit, uh, you know, the normal idea of what physics are. Well, that's because they changed the code or, um, you know, like, I'm just saying, like, who knows what this is?
2: I do. Smudge on a lens.
1: Oh, wow. You really just took the, you know? It's possible. Harder. It is possible from other ones. I'm just saying, not from some of these uh, current ones. It doesn't seem to be that way. but
2: Smudgy. Eric, what Windex. have you been watching this week? Uh,
1: I mean, another set of uh, aliens, some Staten Islanders. <laughs> uh, for Alien to us. Uh, I watched some uh, more episodes of Impractical jokes Oh! Okay, wow. Uh, yeah, blew out my eardrums, I <laughs> think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's about it for me, though. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, really not much this week.
2: All right, Dave? Um, one thing that I tried to watch, uh, is continuing with the HBO Univ- is it Universal? No, Warner Brother release. I watched um, What? Oh, God, Are you no, talking I about I the,
1: the one with uh, Angelina Jolie? Yeah,
2: they're trying to kill me or Oh, oh. Does something, they
0: wish me dead or something yeah. like
2: for <sighs> those who wish me dead. Something like that. That's what it's called. Yeah.
0: Inform me what this is. Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> I watched it like trailer unseen. So I didn't know what this was going to be.
0: Mm.
2: But basically, she is an Best way to describe it, because I only watched half the movie. She's an ex-firefighter who gets stationed in a, uh, let's see, a forest, like, that watches out for, like, forest fires and everything. And basically, there's a guy that is, someone's trying to kill him, and him and his son run away to the forest, and then she's got to save his son. So, it was...
1: You, you, it's actually surprising me that you are so against this because you said you didn't even finish the movie here. Yeah, no. So I, I will say this, this on paper, what you just said there, and also what I've read about this movie does not sound appealing, but the director of this film is someone I really like. Who is it? It's Taylor Sheridan.
0: Uh okay, he did those uh He did Heller
1: High Water yeah. and like all that like this guy can
0: make good films. He, it was yeah. part of a series. Didn't he call it like the Western trilogy or something like remember. that? Um
2: Hell or High Water was really good. Yeah, I like that one. But you you did not like this, dude I couldn't get through it. Um Angelina Jolie as a firefighter, very unbelievable. And I'm not Why, trying dude? to be I'm not trying to be sexist, but she is a beautiful, very thin Woman And to believe that she is not only just a firefighter, but she was a forest firefighter where she was, like, picking up trees or, like, moving stuff out of the way and running with human, like, two people over her shoulders didn't make sense. But it also was just poorly acted. Uh um, I'll, I'll say this. I-, I have never liked
0: Angelina. Jolie. Yeah. I have never thought she was good in a film as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I thought Mr. I and Mrs. Best. Smith had some fun stuff. Uh, but you may not agree with me, but I liked wanted. I liked wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I liked wanted, but I didn't she like it because her.
1: She fits wanted perfectly, though. She's exactly what she should be in wanted. But I agree with you. She's not like usually when I see her in a film, I'm not leaning towards. Oh, man, I'm gonna love that or quality. I,
0: I will add this. Uh, early on in her career, I watched her kiss her brother on the mouth and, and it's it, tainted it everything. really turned me off yeah yeah, in a yeah, way yeah i just
2: i put on some anime just to <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> say it
1: tur- turned him a different way it sounds like uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh yeah no taylor sheridan he did we've done two of his movies on here he did wind river and he did Hell or yeah, high water and then wasn't he was, wrote sicario uh, which all uh, three of those yeah, like are
0: a masterpiece
1: so like that to me that's why like when I first heard the idea for this and I actually I will say this I did watch the trailer and I do agree there are parts in the trailer that make that scream cheese, but it wasn't like it didn't look like anything in there couldn't it like it could have been the way it was being framed in, in you know in the trailer sense so I was just like maybe I might like this and then when I saw Taylor Sheridan I was like Hey, I'm willing to like give this a shot and look past it, but the fact that you didn't even finish the movie kind of bums me out.
2: No, I I turned off uh my wife Amanda, same thing. She's like, "Why are we still watching this? This is we're not interested." Mm-hmm. So, I turned on a movie that I have seen before, but Amanda never seen that I just love and I think you all maybe have seen it hmm. have you ever seen the uh korean movie sympathy for lady vengeance
1: no i've not even heard of this song. oh no. my gosh i know
2: of this um it, it was i forget the first movie but it's part of the revenge trilogy
1: it was like if you like tentacles you, um, you like this no
2: no but uh w- old boy was the yeah. first one that this director made and i think he
1: I never actually saw Old Boy.
0: I know how much you love it. I've Goodboy. seen the remake. Yeah. It was horrible. But I've been told by so many people that, that the, original. The, the original is good.
2: I like the original. Uh, there was another movie. I think it was I can't remember the exact title, but it's called like something Mr. Vengeance or something. Hmm. But this was the last movie. Uh, you can find it on Hulu right now. They just call it Lady Vengeance. But the full title is Sympathy for Lady Vengeance.
0: You can find it on where?
2: Uh, Hulu. Oh, okay. Uh, I love this movie, and, uh, one thing that I didn't even realize, a lot of the actors in this movie are, um, seen in, uh, movies like Parasite and, uh, The Host, mm-hmm. uh, those kind of movies, but... The Host was awesome. But I, I just, I love this movie, um, I don't know how what much I What did you watch your, this
1: on, did you say? Uh,
2: Hulu. On Hulu. Yeah. Um, if you can watch a movie with subtitles, Mikey... Then uh, and you like movies about revenge? It's definitely for you. I do like movies about revenge. Yeah. Kill
0: Bill, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, since I I want to say too because I don't think we got the title right. Uh, the title of the one that Dave was talking about with Angelina J- Jolie was uh, "Those Who Wish Me Dead." Um, and the other thing I was gonna say too is this has uh, you said it was n- not good acting in it. It's got people I love in there because we we said we didn't like Angelina Jolie, but it's got Nicholas Holt, it's got Aidan Gillen and uh, John Bernthal in it. Which, uh, do you know, who, you know who Aiden Gillen is, right? Nope. Littlefinger? Oh, okay. So, like, I'm just saying, like, when I saw that, I was like... Oh, Littlefinger yeah. from yeah. Game of Thrones. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it and uh, give a it competing has, opinion. I think connected. it's
2: Shane from The Walking Dead, is that? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like him.
0: I am going to say, it's got good people in it. Yeah, I do like Shane. As a matter of fact, I never thought the show was as good once he wasn't there.
1: Uh, Would he just leave for a while? I mean, we don't want to say spoilers on that.
0: Sure. <laughs> he took a trip. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's you right. Took a trip for a little while. That's right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I, the only thing I watched was I think the f- the third episode of Clone Wars. So I'll stop talking about that. Uh, what, Clone Wars are a oh. bad batch. <laughs> wow. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. That was an interesting slip, huh? Uh, feels very much like Felonian slip. Watching season eight, really. Yeah, Felonian. That's good. I like that word. All right, guys. I say we get into the movie of the week, which was. <laughs> What is it called? <laughs> Mitchell's versus the machine. Like what are the percentage chances that he'll remember this? I remembered. Yep. You going to play that music? I mean, I was already playing the music. I hear music. Is it going to be before this or after
1: this? Well, I mean, I guess that during. Depends Tell right, me which right,
2: one, right in the middle.
1: I mean, music
0: job on playing that music uh eric hey listen the movie of the week this week is uh the mitchell's versus the machines came out in obviously two- 2021 so this is actually brand new uh it's a netflix original currently holds a 97 percent rating on rotten tomatoes budget uh i thought this was pretty funny dave told me that uh, there was no official release so somebody speculated it's between Fifty and a hundred million, somewhere in that somewhere range. Somewhere in there, yeah. It, they're not really sure. It's somewhere between fifty
2: and a hundred. It's either okay? two jujitsu's or four <laughs> oh, jujitsu's. <gosh. laughs>
0: oh, yeah, we should just start doing like Kevin
1: Smith does uh, <laughs> with the shark. But Yeah, uh, we should just start doing uh, um, three jujitsu's. Jaw-
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, so uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, I like this movie, uh, but I don't think it's a home run. Uh, I, maybe this is harsh on the movie. But I'm at four stars. It means I really like it. But I had some I had some problems with this. Yeah, Eric. Uh,
1: I think I'm. Man, I hate I hate liking so many movies because it's like I'm always giving you a good score here. But four and a half. Okay. Yeah, I have issues um, with it
2: though. Not a, not a classic by any means, but I thought very enjoyable, good family fl- flick. I'll give it four and a half. It
0: was very good family flick. Yes. Um, I watched. I mean, that's what it's shooting for, obviously. Well. And what some people deem to be a family flick can doesn't fit my definition. Yeah. Uh, but I watched this with my two young children, one's three, one's five. And there was not one time where I was like, Ugh, uh, you know, like nothing, nothing was hitting my radar of no, my children. No should be inside seeing
2: adult jokes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And the core family values of this movie. Uh, i think are great so that's the stuff i did love Uh, let's talk about some other things that we do love i guess actually let me elaborate on what what that means Uh, i i think a lot of times especially in modern times here uh the family unit has been uh, mocked uh, seen as kind of something from an old age and we should probably move on and you know, even movies I like, like Moana, I think is a perfect example of... I mean, I love that movie. I'm not knocking it. But the message of not listen to your parents and run away from home, maybe maybe not the best, you know? Uh, spoilers for Moana. Uh, this, though, I... I mean, for the beginning of... I Moana. truly loved how... <laughs> yeah. They... Uh, this felt like a pretty... Not a real family, because these characters don't feel like real people, but... A, fam- a that-
1: family struggling through, like, common problems. mm mm-hmm. like and- Realistic problems done in an unrealistic way, obviously, in the movie, but the core root of what, what their family structure is, is a probably a common one throughout the...
0: Yeah. The world. You know, and like sitting there watching this with my own daughters. Can you watch a
1: movie? I know I'm not like hating on you for this, but I'm just saying, can you watch a movie at this point that is family oriented like this and not bring that layer into it? No. Like, cause you have your <laughs> no. daughters there, but like, <laughs> can you ever just like judge it on the movie itself? Like fully? Cause like, cause I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm. I just mean you've like crossed the threshold and it's like, can you, are you able to step back at certain points and like. Judge it as like pre-Jared, like pre-Family so, Jared? No, I don't,
0: I don't
2: no. think that's possible. If you don't watch the movie twice, you can't do that.
1: So pretty soon, yeah. I'm going to be the only one with that perspective, huh?
2: Yep. Yeah. Although I did watch this one twice.
0: Nice. Mm. Yeah. I, I This was one of those I probably would have liked, too. Yeah. There, it, it, even though it's a silly film, it's it's got some complexities to it. Uh, Not only that, but it's uh, they got the... What's-her-name's? The Miller Brothers... Lord and Miller? Lord and Mi- Lord and Miller. Yeah. The Lord Chris Miller. Uh they are very talented. Uh they're writing really uh Well,
1: they didn't write this, but Oh, I thought they did. No, they were I think they were just executive producers. Oh.
0: well, interesting. I know they okay. were
1: attached like, but I don't know what their capacity was. So I would assume it was I would assume it's some kind of I, I don't know. Yeah, they're uh Phil Lord uh Christopher Miller producer.
0: Gotcha. Well, it felt very much like their type of movie. Who's the director, by the way?
1: Uh, it was two guys, Michael Rianda and Jeff Rowe.
0: Jeff Rowe sounds familiar. Do we know him from something? Mm. And then uh, Dave will go to like you. I said they're,
1: they're from uh, some of these people attached with this are from Gravity
0: Falls. So gotcha. Gravity Falls is excellent. Yeah, you know this. Did this did have that the brother and sister relationship, especially. The brother feels like he's a character from Gravity Falls. Now that I'm, now that you're mentioning that, all right, yeah. So I think my favorite thing about the movie was the realistic family dynamic. Uh, I thought it was cool in the finale how she has to work like he does, and then uh, he has to do something as silly as try to figure out how YouTube works,
2: <laughs> yeah, just turn it on YouTube. Yeah.
0: But I was like, that's a really touching. F- a touching way to end this movie is uh, the, the the
1: challenges they have to overcome help them understand each other better as yeah. a family union, union? yeah it's yeah.
2: it's really well done i enjoyed that that was my favorite aspect yeah of the movie. uh something that i kind of i really liked about this was in this day and age it's very easy for like the adults to just be like or even just any television show to be like all oh, my kids they're on the phone all the time and mm-hmm. And this was like, yeah, kids are on the phone a lot, but it kind of showed that that's how some kids communicate or mm-hmm. get their point across. And so the internet and the AI and everything, they were the bad guy, yeah. but it wasn't technology that was the bad guy. Right. I kind of like that. How you use it. I
1: yeah. kind of thought, and it didn't go that way, which I guess would in a sense be more cliche in a, if, if you can say cliche in a story like this, but like... Um, I kind of thought that 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 moment whenever the dad makes them not look at their technology for a few seconds Mm -hmm. was going to be a thing like signals were going to come across the phone. I thought that's what it was going to happen to. Yeah, and then it's like not that at all, (laughs) Um, which I don't know, like... I I, I really like this movie and I I think it does have a good family message, but like I'm, I'm not needing that family message for me personally. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for me, I just want to have like a good experience with it. And I just thought this movie was very always fast paced. Um, but, but never tiring. Um, so like it was a good, uh, they definitely pace it out well with how hectic it gets. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I had some, I had some complaints actually with that as well too, but yeah, I just, I just think this movie wasn't trying to be much more, I'm kind of a weird way to say it. Wasn't trying to be much more than what it was, meaning like it exactly the level of what I felt like they were shooting for. They hit, Mm -hmm. um, and it was very good. But again, I, I I don't think this is going to sit there in the pantheon for me in, in terms of stuff like a lot of Disney stuff, like, Moana or even some of the older stuff like Lion King or like to me those and I'm not saying just animation style just what those stories are telling me hit me more deeply I think um, as a whole whereas this was more of just a fun watch to me Uh, I had a good time watching it but I didn't walk away feeling like changed in any way.
2: Well, the last movie that I saw and you guys saw too from Sony Pictures was uh, Into the Spider Verse, yeah, and that I feel I like like that a lot better. Perfect, yeah, that is a great, great movie. I was actually
0: thinking about that movie while I was watching this, where I think, and I I, this kind of kind of get into things I didn't like about the movie, Uh, but I think it since you're bringing it up, it it's a good transition into it. My problem with this and what Spider Man did better, I think. Is it really rode a fine line of consequences? Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the idea when you're watching, and guys, we'll will keep spoiler fill spoiler free on Spider Verse. Uh, s- uh, obviously, anything's open game on Mitchells, but uh, when the bad guys show up in uh, Spider Man, there are consequences. You get the idea that people can die uh decisions won't just be sillied out of you yeah. know it's also and it's it's done this way in this movie too
1: the 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 movies are supposed to be based in you know reality but they do incredibly unrealistic things mm-hmm. for comedy's sake for just literally for movie sense now there are you know obviously it's spider verse like there are reasons that they can get away with some of that stuff in um in that movie mm-hmm. but like It's 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 yes, it's supposed to be a quote unquote regular family, but like I mean, this movie is not them regular people doing regular things. Like it is very much over the top, and and it's it is just it really strikes me as in each moment, it's like what what is more enjoyable, what works for the scene doesn't matter if it's realistic or not. Let's just go with it. But they try and balance it with the idea of a regular family and this real world family and i feel like as fun as it can be i feel like it undermines the the what you're talking about right. that that because that the core crux of that family issue is completely reality based and it lets you identify with that family and with the struggles that they're having but then it kind of goes out the window when you know it's fun to watch but like when the mom is Flipping over on feet on robots, slicing everything up. It's like it's it's throwing all the reality aspect of out the window.
0: That was a scene that I was particularly disappointed in. Because I'm like, she how goes, did we get here? Becomes like becomes like a ninja. Yeah. Like if you're going to set these robots up to be the biggest bad and then the only thing it takes is for a mom to get mad to take them down. I, I was th- like, I will say that kind of pulled us out. I mean, it was yeah. great animation. Yeah, like yeah.
1: it was fun to watch, but but I thought the whole point of the idea of why this family succeeds is because they they were they succeed through their flaws. And then you take like that moment and it's like I understand that she's supposed to have kind of leveled up into like mom adrenaline rage, but like they they get rid of their flaw. Like they, like that mom has no flaws in that scene. Like the whole beauty of the idea that they were the family that was going to save the world is they're doing it despite all their problems but Mm. because they work together they overcome it like they overcome their problems as a unit and nothing is too tough for them is the the idea of what they're trying to do but then you just like like i said that scene as cool as it looks like visually just completely throws that idea out the window and it's like yes some of the other stuff they're doing they overcome it but they they still struggle like the dad obviously still struggles using youtube and
0: and whatever but like I don't know. Dad was played by Danny McBride, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It was killing me the you, entire really? time I was I watching because like, my wife had said, "Is that Seth Rogen?" I went,
2: "No, it's not Seth Rogen."
0: I know that voice, but I could not
2: place. I think it, it was hard to place just because for him that's not really a role he plays. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think about
0: yeah Danny McBride and the children's animated feature. Right. Kind of Do you know who played?
1: Um, who played Mark? the the tech uh, genius guy that that Eric Andre it's Eric Andre oh yeah
0: (laughs) that dude's funny yeah yeah and he was good in this too
1: Um, we actually haven't mentioned it before we go we're not not that we're leaving the positives but like speaking of like people that I liked in it my my favorite aspect of this film had nothing to do with the family really. I really enjoyed the two friendly robot characters. Yeah, Yeah. they were
0: the standout.
1: Yeah, like, most of the times I was laughing was, like, around (laughs) them.
0: Yeah. Well, and this whole idea of uh, their they're murderous robots but they're malfunctioning so they're they're nice again they are yeah. still following commands yeah and they're, they're the way that they seal their arc with uh they see that he changes his programming yeah. like that's a really cool idea i
1: love that they become part of the family there, yeah there.
0: But, like it, it, in the end when they pull away in the car and they're looking out the back like yeah. oh <laughs> man that's that's really cool they, uh, they, they were my favorite part by far i think yeah, yeah. i i would agree with that well the <laughs> relation the The father's, the reveal of the father's sacrifice and watching the daughter realize how much. Oh, here comes Jared with his, what do you, once his his daughter's listen to this podcast later of like, I gave up a lot.
1: I think Christy sacrificed more. Christy, Christy looks like a caged animal sometimes, and they're just looking out that window longingly. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Now she's looking out the roller coaster, being like Six Flags again. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the only way I can feel. Were there any roller coasters in this movie, Jared? No. I, I and you know was. what?
0: I w- <laughs> I always think about roller coasters, but I was like, I bet you there'll be a roller coaster in this
2: movie. Well, I don't uh, know why. You I get the same feeling.
1: They go airborne in a car a couple times, so you get that.
0: that yeah, gun, when they that, do the. Uh, the something mitchell the special? special the rick yeah. mitchell
2: special yeah. yeah
0: Uh dave what was some more things about this movie you like
2: um i i like the uh, you kind of brought it up but the father daughter aspect of it mm-hmm. um basically they never really connect until the very end but just the on again off again conflict but we respect you but i i, I want you to understand yeah What I'm trying to create with the daughter Mm. and just the father like trying, but just not clicking. It's a good, uh, Eric kind of put it as over the top characters with realistic problems. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I did too. Uh,
0: Eric, what are some things about this movie that you liked? The We
1: haven't focused on it as much as normally we would have by this point. The animation is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and it is very consistent with the same style that, it, you know, it's very reminiscent of Into the Spider-Verse. But it's just, it, as much as I think, again, I, I hate when I give a, it just happens so often, when I give a positive that is a negative. As much as it distracted from some of the stuff that that sticks with me more in a film, like Mm -hmm. the the more emotional stuff, it distracted from a lot of that in a lot of scenes, but it was, you know, it was absolutely beautiful. Like, it's just really awesome animation style. There's a
2: few that stand out, and it's very simple, but the pods that the humans get into, and then they all float away into the sky to go to this giant beacon – like that it was simple, but it's like that's kind of effective. It's I,
0: cool and also the the vision of them looking up at the night sky with the people floating by. Yeah, yeah, like, these little cubes. Really cool. I,
2: I I love
0: to
1: <laughs> I love that that's well,
0: okay, they had Wi Fi.
1: Well that's what I'm saying. I, I was <laughs> actually getting the making the, the point of it. So like um I love that this movie It literally tries not like it doesn't care about being realistic at all there is some just crazy weird scenes and like her driving up like the side of that like the the pug that was breaking all the robots like you know (laughs) i Uh, pig dog loaf of bread (laughs) Uh, i i like like that it's it's hilarious but uh like this movie is like not uh trying to be realistic like in any sense so it's like those scenes kind of under undermine that that realism but but they're really really awesome um what i was gonna say is i love that um because it is really taking this unrealistic i mean like look at look at the furbies scene you know um but i'm saying it,
0: it is right. definitely playing well, let's, this let's stop and look at that Furby well, scene. but i want to say real quick before we because we'll go back scene. to that one okay i
1: want to say so basically i love the idea that um, the the humans want to subjugate themselves once they turn off the Wi-Fi. You just see scenes of people jumping into the pot. Right. <laughs> like, this movie did not care. And the idea, too, that you're going to win by destroying one phone that is linked on a network. <laughs> like, Like, but, they, but that's not them with an oversight. That is them going, we don't care for this movie. That's not a mistake that you make that somebody later was like, Oh, we didn't think about that. They just said we have certain levels of reality that we are going to work within. And then the rest, all bets are off.
0: I thought it was really clever writing the way that they did that. Because in a movie of this type, it's the logical thing. I mean, that's, you know, episode four, Star Wars, you know, playing the Wookiee prisoner thing. It, it's it's so obvious that that's what you're going to do. So the fact that they are going to do it, but then they they shine a uh, they hang a lantern on it, as the writing term is, where they poke fun at how it's so obvious. But then the one robot's like, "Well, her plan would actually work," and so it actually makes them do it. I was like, "Man, it's a really clever way yeah. of using a cliche, but actually making it feel new." It's really <laughs> really good stuff. Okay, Can so we back go to back the to the Furby yep. scene. That uh, as much as I didn't care for the the mother uh, going nuclear scene, the Furby scene was by far. As a matter of fact, I was was at that point on my way to a five-star movie. That scene alone knocked me out quite a bit. The Furbies themselves, I was sort of fine with, but when that huge Furby came through, I was like, that was the first point of the movie to me where... Uh, there was zero logic yep. to what was happening. And it, it so really irritated it's really irritating. It's frustrating
1: because, again, this movie seems to only care about what what is interesting or what is fun and not about what logic it's breaking. So it breaks all kinds of logic in that scene, mm-hmm. but it's funny. Like, the things the Furbies are saying are hilarious. Like, that one was like now begins the dawning of mankind or like whatever. Like, yeah, like, like the things they were saying are hilarious, but it's so ridiculous or something. Yeah. Like, like I mean, they there's, there's literally just tons of like lines that they throw out there that are pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but like, so that scene specifically, I was okay with seeing these robots do crazy things flying all around in, in the opening and these weird pods. And I, and I literally just thought to myself this, I go, Okay, because literally they take they when they capture Mark like Eric Andre's character the the the, yes. the tech genius, they literally open up an area in his own thing where like stuff has been built and he's like oh what did you oh this is cool like but like so like they basically imply that their they you know their thought process is so fast that they've advanced everything to a level to where it's like not even tech we can understand anymore mm-hmm. because they've just. They can just advance and, and do whatever. And this idea that AI just runs rampant um, computationally. So it's like when they're building new stuff or those robots have new tech and like the robots start like jetpacking away, which I assume was just part of the normal package of that robot yeah. was the, for them to have rocket feet. But regardless, I'm saying I'm, I'm down with all that. But then when you tell me that just because it has a PAL chip in it, a washer can now move and fight and a toaster can jump around and... And right. a Furby can do all these things. It's like, yeah, but those, those weren't new tech. Like just because
0: you put a chip in there so it can think, I'm fine with it. It's all linked. <sighs> How do you get to the giant one?
2: That is the one that that well, guys. I know, was I, I know something. Uh, this movie of this a, silly movie. It was a gimmick at the mall. Yeah, you didn't see. Come to our store. We have the world's biggest yeah. It was it was it was a, it was a package. Uh, was that so it was a display. There, I did not see. That. It was
1: a display, and it said "World's Largest Furby." And so he ripped out of the box and, like, did this. But here's the thing. I don't have a problem with that mm-hmm. because, again, at least the Furbies are supposed to have, you know, they can shake and move a little bit. Like, it's stuff like the the, the refrigerators and stuff that, like, that really bothered me in the ovens. But um, it's – so I'm okay. I was actually more okay with the idea of the Furbies until – the giant Furby shot a laser beam out of his mouth.
0: <laughs> and I'm just so like... You don't think that tech was baked in? Huh? No,
1: I don't think adding the, pil- the pal chip makes it so that you can shoot
0: a giant laser beam out of your mouth. Now, let me ask you this, because I, I want to be fair to this movie. Is it fair to be this annoyed at this movie for this type of stuff?
1: It didn't annoy me. It actually did not annoy me. It just did not allow me to
2: have the emotional impact that a movie like this was shooting for. I think mm. I felt... I, I think I didn't like that scene for a different reason. I felt like they were just trying to pull in the like, hey guys, remember Furbies? Yeah. And then they're like, haha! now they're attacking. They were always creepy and now they're creepy in this movie. Yeah. So that's where I'm kind of pulling away from that. But overall, you know it was a All short All three scene. of us had... Disliked that
0: scene, but for, but for different, different reasons. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, interesting. And um, it didn't
2: pull me out so much. Where I'm like, oh, I can't. It pulled me out quite a bit. Yeah. It, again, I it was, pulled me out of the reality
1: of because I, I just it's a movie where all bets are off, and so it's like
0: you, you can you, do an all bets bets are off movie. That's shoot 'em up, right? But this isn't. Uh, this is not shoot 'em up. As it a matter is, of fact, it, shoot 'em up never tries to make me care about their character. So the if action, you want me to care. The action in this movie is
1: absolutely ridiculous, so yes, I would say it's 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 if shoot 'em up was animated if there was an animated version of shoot 'em up it, it would be just as ridiculous i it, hmm. to say that shoot 'em up is more ridiculous, i think doesn't make sense with the kind of action scenes i mean literally the first time they get attacked they're all flying through the air and like they're holding onto the the dog's leash and then they all collapse and fall into a, a, a into a dumpster like and then she pulls that giant beam thing down to to pull uh you know a dinosaur down on the the two robots heads like this movie is right, right out of the get go from the, the moment the action actually starts and there's probably a few moments before that that just didn't really sit you know and, and you know stick out as much but as soon as they start fighting the robots it's like it's it's like we talked about with defying the laws of physics when we were having our aliens discussion it's like all bets are off in this film so it it just to me I don't it I didn't, it didn't annoy me it just again, it just undermined what they were going for because they were going for such a real emotional thing, but the rest of the movie was just ridiculous. Yeah.
2: So it was fun. You can still get emotion, though, when ridiculous things are happening. Yeah,
1: there were some good scenes between the two of them, but it's just, I don't know.
2: The the scene with the father and daughter where you found out where the moose was from. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I I did too. And what I loved
0: was when the... Sorry. When the mother was talking to them while they were driving, and you're like, oh, so this is going to be finally when we find out. And then the scene gets interrupted. I love it when stuff like that happens. The conversation doesn't get to be finished. And what I really like about that is one of the least satisfying ways for characters to find stuff out is through being told. So the fact that they set it up, they make sure that every audience member understands that there's something to be paid off and that it gets paid off in a visual way by her watching that video and seeing it. I was just like, man, that's really, really uh, cleverly done.
1: They really did not leave any – it really reeks of, the, of good writing. It's like they did not uh, do something just for the joke usually and then not have it pay off later. I mean, they made the screwdrivers pay off. like Well – did you did you not like it?
0: No, <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I mean, look, you know what? I, I I love the ending of this movie for its visual style, but I, I was not overly pleased with a lot of the ending of this movie. The idea that the and again, I don't. I am open to the idea that I am being stupidly harsh on a on a silly kids movie. Uh, I think if you go back and listen to our review of Jurassic World, you can hear me making the case that I'm wondering should be made against me now. Uh, Is this movie, am I judging this movie too harshly? But all I can say is that when I was watching this movie, the fact that the only way to get out of those uh, prison cells that every human being was put in, just happens to be that screwdriver that he always walks around. I, I, I just like, thought it was man. funny because
1: the only guy's like, but who's going to carry that? It'd have to be like a psychopath or something. <laughs> and then the idea of that, like she gets out with hers too. And he's like, see not because it was their wedding anniversary gift. Yeah. So he's like, see it like a conversation. I they'd did Because like before. you she's like, she's like, just shush it, day. you know, like of like a, I don't want to
0: hear it that you're like, oh, see, I was right. You oh, know? There's nothing better when uh, you're right, though. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, like I said, I, I thought it was funny that it, like, he basically said it had to be specifically that screwdriver and not just like a screwdriver. Um, but it was just it just for comedy's sake at that point. Again, we're so far into the movie where all bets are off. I'm just like, I don't care. Well, kind, and of, then,
2: kind of a point I was bringing up uh, earlier about mm-hmm. uh, the father-daughter relationship is he is so worried that she's going to go to college and he's not going to be there to help her. Mm -hmm. And throughout this whole movie, he's trying to come up with all the ideas and basically control everything to try and save his family. Mm -hmm. But one of the first ideas she brings up about like, let's just grab some of the robots, dress up like them, and then we'll sneak into the thing. is something that, came true in the finale and actually saved them in the long run the
1: the but the the you know the bad character pal says while they're doing it they're probably just dressed up as robots because that's what people would do
0: (laughs) (laughs) and look for look
1: for the anomaly they'll probably be moving erratically or like whatever you know
0: if i had one word to describe this movie would be clever Yeah. yeah it's stuff like that that really impressed me i love the fact that that's how they know to look is because that's what humans would do. It's like, yeah, it's it's funny. Um,
2: in one of the early scenes, when you first find out that it's the phone that's controlling everything, they turn the chair around and he's sitting on some books. Yeah. Two of the books are about, uh, real books that are about artificial intelligence taking over. Mm -hmm. And the third one is the art of war. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really clever. Yeah. That's pretty good stuff. Love visual gags. Like, yeah. The other thing, um, I, I just saw this one before we started the podcast, but watching this movie, a lot of the scenes actually kind of reminded me of um, an old one, a Goofy movie, if you've ever seen I've it. I've
0: never seen a Goofy movie,
2: which is weird because I loved Goof Troop. Right.
0: You know, I loved Goof Troop, and I remember loving
1: a, a Goofy movie. But Goof I, Troop
2: came about because of a Goofy yeah. movie.
1: I don't... Mm, there's yeah. actually not a lot of episodes of that show, by the way, too. But um,
2: anyway, I was thinking, like, oh, this kind of reminds me of that. And I looked in the scenes, and the car they drive in is actually the, the same, same car stationary. that oh. Goofy drives in the road trip of a Goofy movie, so... My mom uh, wouldn't
0: let me watch that
1: one for some not reason. Not I don't know why. Um, yeah. But I, I, don't, uh, I don't remember much from that movie, so it's like... I thought you were gonna go with more like about their family like plot or whatever. You're like just
2: the car, <laughs> no, nope, the, the car, but just the the plot too. Yeah, going cross country with your family when your kid's becoming a teenager and mm. it's pulling away even, from you. Don't even want to think about it, man.
1: You, you, got a, you got a few uh, road trips in you before that happens, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to make all the happy memories before she can forget about them. Got to uh, take her to Seeker Point and right, Steel
2: Vengeance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And then and J-
1: Jared's going to cry when she goes off to college, um, not because she's going away, but because of the bill. <laughs> but, I'm not paying for college. Yeah.
2: You're not paying for college? No, she'll Jared? get scholarships. No, Don't not worry not about, about it. Hmm. Uh,
0: yeah. So, I'm definitely <laughs> not paying for college. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so I, I, I'm i going to have a negative here mm-hmm. that I don't know if everybody else agrees with, but it got really frustrating to me the more and more it kept happening. All right. I like the idea of her being super artsy and making films and, and her films being ridiculous and, and over the place where her father can't understand, but everybody else loves them. Like, I'm completely okay with the art style, everything they're doing there. But they had to, every two seconds... They had to bring her art style from her edited stuff mm-hmm. into the actual movie and overlay it over. So everything. I
0: do like that aspect. Of I, movie.
2: I do. I too. liked it yeah. a
1: few times, and then it kept happening and kept happening, kept happening, and no, I started was, getting annoyed.
2: This was the animation style of the movie. Like it had to be there. I was. Well, oh, it have to
1: I, there. I, I accepted it because it does that kind of stuff um, at times in, in uh, into the Spider Verse, but. Like, that, again, that movie, and I understand where, again, it, it, the movie breaks into this weird reality as it goes on, but, like, like Into the Spider-Verse kind of existed already. It felt like, in my mind, from the moment I was watching it, in this weird pseudo-reality where not everything had to make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really go into it, especially, too, once you start meeting extra characters that start popping up in that in that uh, movie but like in this one i just i don't know i i thought it looked cool i thought it was cool again visual gag but it just kept happening every two seconds and it started every every time she drives anywhere there's got to be animated exclamation points coming off the car and like and they have to overlay their face with whatever meme like and it's like i don't know it just started getting it started getting tiresome
2: No, you're like the dad in this movie. You're just like, oh, I I don't get it. No, I've made YouTube videos.
1: I'm not like the dad in this movie. I had a YouTube account. Can Uh, you try to describe why you don't like it? Because it's one of those things where it's like... I liked it until... I just felt it was too much. I felt like it started... I was overdone. That's what I felt like. I felt hmm. like you dial it back a little bit or not putting it in as many scenes. It just... I, I, I don't know. It just started getting distracting to me towards the end. I don't know. I was okay with it in any time she's showing a video of hers or in certain things, but it just like, it just became, it felt like a crutch they started leaning on, like visually.
0: Hmm. All right. I don't know.
1: I I, I figured it wasn't going to be a popular opinion. I'm saying, and I actually liked it for a while. It just kept happening and eventually it just kind of, I tapped out.
2: All right. No, that was her movie style and this is her movie and... But, I, uh, but that's that, the thing. It's I thought... to be.
1: I was okay with it if it, you know, it still was a little much, but I was okay with it if at the end we're kind of told that that... Uh, they had footage of all this from the robots and from whatever of like surveillance. And like, they're basically taking this footage and what we're seeing a lot of it is like an edited version of her movie of, of this trip. Like, I would have been probably okay with it. But again, that's not what they were going for. So. Did you know that Conan O'Brien was
2: in the stage? I did, but I still don't know which character he was. He's
1: the character in the like tuxedo. He's the robot in the tuxedo that explains the trip they're going to take to space.
2: Oh, okay,
1: yeah. Remind me of the scene. So, like, so they have the people in the pods, and there's
2: like a tutorial. Of, like, where they're going. Yeah,
1: they're like, you're going to go to space forever, you know? <laughs> you know oh, yeah. Like, okay, you know, that thing that cuts in. And, like, the, the announcer that's, like, it's a reg- one of the regular robots, but he's wearing, like, a tuxedo or something. Gotcha. That's, that was that's Conan. Conan
2: O'Brien. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey there, Conan <laughs> Conan O'Brien.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, guys, I think I've said everything I have for good and bad. Uh, I will just open up to the floor. Do you guys have anything else to mention about the movie?
2: Um. I, I had if I could pick a bad thing mm-hmm. one it, before we watched this Eric even said like oh the trailer gives away everything yep but uh, that forget that that happens with all trailers let's uh, just say I went into it oh, oh shut up it <laughs> the, doesn't though this the, let me bring up my point there is something about like let's say I was going to show someone oh I really like this movie I want you to watch it without giving them an explanation mm hmm I hate that the first five seconds of this movie, they bring up that there's going to be a robot apocalypse. Like, if this just kind of started out as a family movie with people trying to get their daughter across country to college, and all of a sudden the robot apocalypse happens, I feel like that would be a much better way to, like, kind Mm -hmm. of surprise everyone. I
1: feel like, though you don't want to set the wrong expectation for what kind of movie you're watching, it's almost like in game of thrones the opening scene is a magical scene when you see game of thrones and then it's not addressed again for a while in the story but that's so that later when that stuff starts happening you don't go this isn't what i signed up for it's like no this is exactly what you signed up for and i think having that kind of scene at the beginning of this movie does that like it it basically tells you like things are going to get ridiculous here
2: but Just they could kind of show that, like, oh, the fam- the dad's against machines. He's against the computers and the phones and everything. Mm-hmm. And kind of build up to that without having to be, like, right away, oh, we're the last family on Earth and we're fighting the robot apocalypse. And, I mean, it's a small thing, but it's something I thought, like, ah, this didn't need to be here right off the bat. Yeah.
1: No, I did. I did wasn't sure if I was going to bring it up during the pod, but you brought it up. And it, it is something I complained about before we watched this movie. And I felt like after watching this movie, I go, yeah, this literally... it's." But again, this movie was still enjoyable to watch, even knowing where it was going. Mm-hmm. Because visually... And it's funny, too. It's like there's a lot of jokes in here. But like visually, it's amazing. I did not get bored at all watching this film. It just didn't leave me with the kind of impression that it could have long term. like Like, you know... It didn't I can, hit
2: me deeply. I can kind of agree with you. Yeah. Like I, I, did really like this movie. I mean, heck, four and a half stars. But it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't leave you like a Pixar movie does. No,
0: no, at all. No, not at all. All right, boys. Anything else to say about this movie? All right. Yeah, it's okay. All right. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. Uh, if you uh, like this podcast and you want to do us a solid, can you go to your podcatcher of choice? And uh, give us a nice whatever high star review that is available to you. We'd appreciate that.
1: And if you don't know how to do it, just grab your teenage daughter who's better with the internet than you mm-hmm. and have her show you how to review it.
0: Send her a friend request to the internet uh, in the mail. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh you can also reach out to us at cutapod at gmail.com. Uh, if you need to know the
2: spelling, just look at the podcast description. Also, I just want to throw out something in case my dad happened to find our podcast. Mm-hmm. Hi, Dad. Hey, how you
0: doing, Mr. Brown? Hello, Good hello. to have you as a listener. Alright, so that is going to do it for this week. It is going to be my pick for next week. Uh, let me make sure I get the correct name of this movie. I'm you don't sorry. even know the
1: name of your own movie, Jerry.
0: I do this know is very the, name of the name of the movie. It's Army of the Dead. Which he knew right off the top of his head. <laughs> is that out now? Uh, it'll be out on Friday. Okay. Is Zack so Snyder film. I guess film tomorrow. Or... Yeah. So Zack Snyder film. Uh, one, I'd already chosen this movie in my head and then I found it. it it's like two and a half hours. Is so, it? Yeah. yeah. The trailer
1: well, looked fun, man. We'll
0: I'll see. find time. Yep. So Army of the Dead is going to be for next week and until then, cue it up.